after watching people drag your name and, and, and talk about you in unfavorable ways in order to get attention or clicks. I never thought you would do something like that to me. Uh, I, I'd like to apologize for uh, no longer keeping up with your lies or supporting your habits to tell half-truths. I hope this message reaches you well. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review us on whatever digital platform that you are choosing to listen to podcasts on, whether that be Apple, SoundCloud, Google, YouTube, Amazon, or whatever it is that you do on Spotify. Please go and do that. Speaking of Tank Bigsby, man, this generation of parents, bro, the names that they have given their children. I was thinking that these names were just nicknames. These are real names. Kool-Aid McKinstry? (laughs) Are these real names, bro? I mean, Tank Bigsby, Tank Dale, I think that's their real names, bro. Yeah, I think so. That's crazy. I mean, but we are in the age of where you name your kids. I know you know, thinking you, about. I know you trying to think about it. Go ahead. You trying to think about it. You just can't remember it. I'm not trying to think about it. it not, oh, you talking about the coldest? The coldest. There you go. <laughs> really, really. Hey, but don't don't forget we had the Brickashaw Ferguson too. <laughs> what was he a linebacker? <laughs> I mean, shit. Somebody in the, somebody in the league, Kobe Durant. I don't know if that was coincidental or what, but his name is Kobe Durant. And Durant's been in the league. 15 now, years. About 15 years. Oh, okay. I mean, but maybe, maybe, well, no, maybe closer. But you attack on high school too. Did it, could you be, a, when you were having a kid 21 years ago, was Durant relevant? Kobe definitely was. I mean, Durant's your last name. You can't do nothing about that. Yeah. But the Kobe part is interesting to me. No, I mean, makes sense. Like, 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 even like I've I've tossed around the ideal of a Kyrie. I've 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 met I've met a a, uh, when my homeboy I would go to his his kids softball games and everything. They had a girl on their team. Her name was Kyrie. Getting those. That's a that's a pretty old name. I've been yeah. Kyrie's old name. I I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyrie. I feel like I've seen variations of how Kyrie was spelt, but I've I, I, I've come across that name before, just looking. Yeah. I, but now that I think about it, it sounds hypocritical because I don't know any personally. But I've I've heard that name before, like before Kyrie, Kyrie. LeBron is one I've mm-hmm. I, I haven't run across a LeBron. I haven't run across a Barack. Um, it's a couple of them I haven't heard run across. But it's just so weird to me how names work, bro. I'd be looking at an NFL game. I'm like, man, why so many people got that last name in the NFL? Like, um, Chubbs. Like, I've seen a lot of Chubbs at one time. Um, it was one that caught my attention. I was like, there is no way in the world that those two are not related. And they just happen to be in the NFL at the same time. Um, anyways, man, it's such a random conversation. But names are interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Names are very interesting. But anyway, as, as you as you speak to somebody named Javius. 
<laughs> you are the only JVS I know. I told you about the one in, in, in Mississippi. I think I told you. Mail, right? Huh? You got some of your mail, right? Uh, I I had got my tires rotated or something, and yeah, yeah, they sent the email to him and his wife. There you go. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. Spelled the same way, right? Spelled the same way. Damn, that's crazy. She was about to get dead on his ass, thinking he had a little <laughs> jump off in Texas. Dead on his ass. Who the, who the fuck you, you buy tires for, nigga? No, you probably got that man in so much trouble. I got him in trouble. I was just minding my business. I was just minding my business trying to take care of myself. Oh, man. Uh, Let's just jump right into it since we're on a time schedule. I am, at least. Um, Look, man. Right back at him. Right back at him. Right right back at him, man. Right back at him. Man, happy Turkey Day. Happy Thanksgiving. Salute, salute, salute. Happy, happy, uh, colonizer day. <laughs> I mean, shit. Want to go there? You want to go spade. there? Call a spade a spade. I'm gonna definitely call a spade a spade. Can't call it anything else. Walk like a duck, quack like a duck. <laughs> shit, it's a duck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they still, they still colonizing to this day. We just call it gentrification, but. Gentrification is a motherfucker, though, dog. Because look, you didn't got me started. I was just trying to come in here, and continue to stand on business like we said we was, and and you we we, we we standing on turkey business. We we standing on turkey business. We are we are. But look, man, gentrification is a motherfucker because gentrification is solely classes now, and a lot of people be on some. I'm going to move into this gentrified area as if they don't know it's gentrified these days. And it's wild because gentrification between Houston and Dallas and Austin is insane. And it's and it's applauded while at the same time people will virtue signal about this, the concept of gentrification. I don't, even, I don't need to get all deep into it, but it is hilarious. I remember uh, a couple of years back when I pointed out that um, the, the number one um, – how do I say it? The number one contributors of gentrification are gays. And people are shocked to learn that. And it's like, are you really that shocked when you think about some of the prominent areas that pop up in the inner city? Who are the number one tenants? Like, that's just how they move. And in their defense, they moved like that for a long time because they had to go where they were comfortable. They yeah. learned to segregate themselves. And in the midst of Where they were comfortable, seg- where they were safe. Yeah, and they just happen to be able to, and it's crazy how a lot of them live, you know, you know, quote unquote, they somewhat live like Mexicans would live, you know, how they would make fun of Mexicans for basically living on top of each other and, um, you know, multiple in a, in a family home. It's because shit is expensive, bro. Shit has gotten so expensive that you even have places like Canada uh, or Toronto, which is very expensive. You got people that are, are willing to... Um, Basically, Airbnb half of their bed, you know, just to pay rent. You know, uh, I seen this video on the internet, and I I thought it was bullshit. Where the guy was like, he had Airbnb his his room or something like that, and he was and he didn't ended up not having anywhere to go. 
So whoever he had Airbnb it to, he was like, hey, do you mind if I sleep in here on the floor? And he would like come in and say, hey, you mind if I make some coffee, like stuff like that? And then they was like, yeah, we mind if you. And he's like, oh, no, never, never mind. Don't worry about it. You know, I'll just sleep out here on the patio. Like, it's like, you know, you guys got a blanket I could use. I was like, this has got to be satire or this nigga is just drunk off his ass. One of one of two things, because it's just like crazy. I don't remember exactly where it was at, but he was just like, I know I, I Airbnb this because I need the cash, but now I ain't got nowhere to go. Continue. I haven't heard the story. Oh, did you have that, more that, details? That's it. That's what I seen on, on social media. And I was like, I, I I didn't follow up, but I was like, this is just wild. I was I thought you was gonna get into like maybe he ended up squatting and they couldn't get him to leave. No, like last thing I seen was he was just sleep on his um on on the patio furniture outside. Wow, man, it's it's tough out here, dog. Bruh, when the, the situations and shit that you put yourself into, and it's like hard to get out of them sometimes. Three stabbed to death in Queen's home following apparent dispute with landlord. I know you saw that. I did see that. Bruh, you ain't paid me since COVID. Then and them laws protected you, and you playing in my face. That's what it, that's what it really boils down to is when people play in your face. Cause you ain't paid me since COVID, and I see you 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 coming in with something new. I'm I'm saying I'm saying you eating takeout. I'm saying you got 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 these Versace sunglasses on. I'm saying you you come in with the with the new PlayStation Five. You got the slim one. Like that's 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 my PlayStation Five. Those are my Versace sunglasses. That's my food you taking out of my mouth. And you in the, and you in this motherfucker rent free for three years. Dog, that's, that's, that's the shit that hurts you, though. The funny thing about this story is my mama said it to me before I posted it. And it was hilarious to me because it's just like, when I talked to her about it, because like I actually went over there, we was like watching the video about it. And like I'm, I'm hearing all the details, which I don't need to get into. But it was funny how me and her was thinking the same thing. It was like, damn, nigga, you ain't paid me in three years. Oh, no. <laughs> I might have to offer you because this shit is frustrating, dog. And you in Queens, New York, in a house. Like, when you, if you have a second, just pull up the median house. How much, uh, bruh. Matter of fact, uh, you ain't got to do that. I can, <laughs> I can almost guarantee you that that house that they were in, the, the way it looked, it almost looked like it was like the design kind of reminded me of Full House. It was a nice, like, house. It was a nice house. And from what I understand, they were staying low key in the basement. What I still don't understand is why he killed his girlfriend. I'm under the assumption that his girlfriend was protecting them and making excuses for them. But it's like. And see, and this is why I thought it was important to get back to to business talk, to get back to this conversation, because I see a lot of this shit happening even at the highest level when we're talking about NBA, NFL, people not understanding how contracts work. And Mm -hmm. that bothers me because once again, I understand that this was COVID time and a lot of shit, you know, went down with how people were able to use COVID as an excuse to not pay certain things. But even my mama said, she was like, people got stimulus. People had basically, uh, uh, a fluffed up tax return for like two years. Like, People had the money, bruh. So for you to go 
close to three years without giving up anything. And like you said, you probably still going on trips. You still living your life. And I mean, just think about the job market. Y'all, you remember we remember we went basically on a me and you, I think we were sending each other or just we was talking about how it was so many places that were saying now hiring. That was going on. I mean, it's still happening now. Like they had got to the point where it's like, look, we pay we'll pay you weekly. So, bro, man, my son came out of college and probably had a job, a real nice job. I mean, he, he worked at FedEx within a week or two. That's though. a good job. That's a good That's job, a good bro. Job. You know what I'm saying? It's like Dog, there is no way in the world you're two and a half, three years, you ain't paying me. And they just, they talked about his demeanor. They spoke about how, you know, he was a good guy. But I'm like, bruh, I'm just, I'm just referencing No Boundaries podcast episode. It goes back in the day. But, man, all it takes is one bad day. That's all it takes, man. That's all it takes. And you pushed him to his limit, dog, and... Now you got to go all three of y'all. I ain't making light of this situation, but it's it's wild, man, because I still feel that contracts matter. I feel like when you say you're going to do something, do it. If you're if your position is to do this, this is your job description, nigga, do it. That's it. This Bruh. is what you like you said, you understand how contracts work. This is what you signed up to do. Do that. that if they goes. if they start asking you to do extra shit, that's when you refer to your contract. Like, hold on. You don't pay me to do this. <laughs> we might need to renegotiate. Dog. I hate to say it, man, but I'm pretty sure everybody can relate to this. I work with some of the laziest motherfuckers in the world. I know I do. As far and I don't, you know, want to pick on any specific group of people, but man, it could be very frustrating when you're di- when you work alongside people that are entitled. And it's it's funny because I'll do some shit just on the strength of me. I'm not just gonna say me being a good person, but it's in my job description. It's simple. It gets the ball rolling. I do shit like that at work. Like, this is just what I do. I'm like, hey, man, I'm not going to sit on this all day. Let me get this shit over with. And then somebody that come through, they'll be like, yeah, thanks for handling that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no problem. You, you know, you, your ass is just going to sit there and let it sit there for three hours. I, let me just get this shit out of here, bro. It's, it's, I know Kobe said there ain't no I in team. It's me and that motherfucker. But come on, man. If we really a team, Let's operate as one. Let's well, operate as one. What what I've learned is that people don't move with the same sense of urgency that I do. I hate that, bro. Like if you say, if you send me something, whether you say, "Hey, I get to this when you can," or you know, "I need this to be turned around immediately," I try to get it out off my desk so that I can go back to my primary my primary objectives. Like, yeah, sometimes you might need me to provide you some information. Cool. Boom, boom, boom. Here it is. But I'm trying to do, stick to my primary objectives, and that's taking care of my business. So, hey, like you said, is sometimes you got to work like a team. You might need an assist. I might need an assist. If I send you something over, say, hey, um, take a look at this when you get a chance, I expect you to have a chance within 72 hours. That's not asking too much. Hey, you give it 72? 72 hours. Hey, take a, take a look at, at this when you get a chance. You better than me. 
<laughs> half, half my emails say by the end of business day, I need that shit done. You fucking around. Why we wait? Why? Listen, bro. I got this shit on a Monday. Oh, why we wait until Wednesday? Why am I giving you till Wednesday? You got to explain that one to me. They do not. They don't deserve that gratitude. I'm not giving them that. You too nice. Hey, I'm I'm I am too nice. First, first and foremost, I am too. Nice. <laughs> and I try to be a very understanding person because hey, sometimes you you know I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm just the most punctual person. Uh, but I'm not the most laziest person either. So I try to get shit knocked out. And I understand sometimes you shit gets backed up and you have a lot of shit going on. So that's why I give you that. And again, if it ain't no rush to me, like if I don't have to tell you end of day or anything like that, hey, you know, look at look at this when you get when you get a chance. Give me some feedback. Cause anytime you ask me for some feedback, I'm gonna get it to you. I, I actually try to do it by end of day. That's what I hold myself to. But you're right. You're right. I think I need to take a step back and start to understand. And I know this. I, I tell people this all the time. Control what you can control. And that's something 100%. I can't control. So, you know, I, I'd be a hypocrite sitting here. I do it. I mean, I'm a hypocrite anyway. But um, <laughs> I do it because it just it just I don't got to, I don't like I have a bad thing about I'm going to forget some shit. And I hate, and if it goes three days, I'm gonna forget about it because I even told, you know, it's motherfuckers that's, you know, well above my pay grade, but I have to train them on certain things. And I told a motherfucker earlier today, I'm like, hey, say, man, if that, if it's important to you, I need to know it's important. Cause if, if I don't feel that you feel that it's important, <laughs> I'm gonna move accordingly. So yeah, I'm gonna yeah. react off your sense of urgency. If you're telling me that it's urgent, I'm gonna move like such. You know, so you got some shit that you gotta, you know, move to to Guam or Hawaii in a, in 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 by next week. Shit, I couldn't tell. You sent me this shit a month ago. <laughs> ain't ain't said shit. Ain't blocked out no time on my calendar to talk about it or nothing like that. I'm gonna move accordingly. <laughs> you know. I, I I can respect that too. Just especially saying, if some, especially if it's some shit I don't want to do. <laughs> You don't, you don't hold my feet to the flame. Shit, shit may not get done, big dog. Say, at all, at all. But eh, like I said, man. But yeah, okay. man. But to, to to bring it back around, and it's like you know, you 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 know these people are playing you. So in your mind, they not paying you, and they playing you right there in your face. I tried to slide off that subject because I felt sense of a little PTSD. So I Look, intentionally no, no, tried to slide no, off this. I mean, subject. no, I ain't got no PTSD. It's just like I understand. It's like it's like I don't condone it, but I understand. I just I don't I can't tolerate disrespect. That's the thing. That's the that's my main thing. That's why. Um. So I think I said I was going to talk about this. So I, it's this saying that. It's going around. That's been going around on the internet for probably a year plus now, where you have women always saying that men like to be y'all sassy men. Y'all like to be chased. These new niggas like to be chased, so on and so forth. Look, man, there is respect and then there's disrespect. And the way I correlate that situation, the reason it brought it came to my mind when I thought that is because I feel like when you respect somebody. And you have a certain amount of respect for them, you're gonna approach them in a certain way. You're gonna let them know, hey, this is how I feel about the situation, this is how I feel about you, so on and so forth. When you don't have a certain amount of respect for somebody, then 
So be with that person. It's easy for you to ignore that person, not deal with that person or whatever. Um, that It makes sense in my head. So to summarize what I'm saying, whenever I see that statement, I just automatically see a group of people that y'all don't even respect the people that y'all feel should. You think these people should chase you when in actuality, like that person doesn't want to be chased. He probably just doesn't feel a way about you. So therefore, you're dealing with you may be dealing with somebody that you like more than they like you. So you feel like they want to be chased when in actuality, they may have a certain amount of respect for you and they don't want to they don't want to do you in a certain way. So they just like, I'm gonna just leave you be because I'm not really trying to fuck with you in that way. So they automatically go back to this what I would say is shaming you into thinking like well, if you dealing with me, then you need to deal with me consistently. But like, but I don't fuck with you like that. I don't like you like that. I don't want to deal with you consistently. I deal with you when I feel like dealing with you because that's the level of or respect when I, have I have to for deal you. with you. Yeah, because that's the level that's the level of respect or desire or care I have for you. I don't see you as a type of person I want to talk to every day. And that's what I was gonna get at. Like I'm just saying, and, I, and when I thought about that. It, it made me think about respect because I, 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 it was crazy to me because I was like, man, some of the people that you respect the most are the people that you kind of, you know, you don't want to hurt their feelings. No, no. Like you got respect for me. Like, hey, you know, I, I don't I don't hate you. I don't despise you. I don't dislike you. But, you know, I got respect for you. So I'm going to just I'm going to keep things at a distance. But if you want to call me sassy and you think I want you to chase me, I'm going to let you know right off the bat. You can go to hell. I don't give a fuck about you. It's like, don't you? You don't have to chase anybody. But no. go ahead, Jay. No, I was I was just thinking. Um, it's kind of it's kind of like the whole Meg and party thing. You know, Meg dropped dropped her song Cobra, and oh, he was getting hit, and this 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 cheating in their bed. This this I and was, this. I'm so lost on that situation. Please fill me in. Okay, so Meg dropped a new song. Song I think the song's called Cobra. The album's called Cobra. There's something about it that's Cobra related. I I, I think it's a song, but in the song she has one line. You know, half a bar where she just says, you know, called she didn't she didn't call his name, but it's kind of like everybody know y'all was fucking with each other, y'all was y'all was together. You know, said caught caught him getting head cheating in my bed. You know, said some some long lines. She need a break. All right, cool. So the internet start flaming this nigga up. First of all, the internet is fucking nuts because they. First, they didn't know it was Party Fontaine. They thought it was Party Next Door. And so they were flaming up Party Next Door, and then somebody had to come and correct them. Oh, my. Yeah. So he's getting all this internet backlash. So he, in turn, in the spirit of rap music and hip-hop, he makes a track. This is what's going on. Oh, you had to come back and and, and go at her. Um, uh, you must have been feeling some kind of way. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. My bad. Why my are bad. you so sassy? You know, men's. Let's go ahead. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I must have missed something. What was Meg's song about? Just the the trauma and 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 victimization that she's been going through lately. Of what? I don't. I don't <laughs> Can't even tell me. Do we, do, we, do we need to take a break and listen to the song? <laughs> no, I don't. Do you know Dua Lipa? <laughs> Say, bro, we ain't gonna even go there. Cause I don't know why. <laughs> Look, she was interviewing uh Tim Tim Cook. I'm like, why does she have a podcast where she's interviewing the the CEO of Apple? Who is this person? Anyways, anyways. 
but, anyways, yeah, victimization so, and trauma. She got somebody sent to jail. She she's uh she got out of her contract with um whatever that shit was with Carl Crawford. Um, I'm just trying to see where she's hurting at, but you know, I, I'm not gonna listen to the song. I'm not gonna give her that stream. I'm, I mean, you know, I'm, I you know, so boom, you know, hey, well, I'm gonna see what this nigga got to say. So he he telling he you know talking about shit, you know. You 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 lied to me. You lied to the world. You telling us that you know you ain't fuck Tory Lanes. You know we watching Gail King say you know you telling her you didn't fuck Tory Lanes. Then you get on the stand and say yeah you did. And everybody's like oh shit. And then it's like you got me shaking hands with niggas that you you know you fuck. And you know like you know same producer you didn't you know they gave they gave you beats. You let him beat like like nigga was just telling you know telling his side of shit like you know through all this I was still holding you down. And then you know you take a shot at me. He didn't say if it was true or not. He just said, you know, it's some shit that went, went on and that I kept it a G about. I just kept it quiet. They kept it between me and you. And then you use you use our business for some streams and some plays. And so in turn, because he went at her, oh, he's sassy. A nigga that got to defend himself with a woman say something, he's sassy. But like I was telling Keith, I'm not just going to let you throw dirt on my name for no fucking reason. If I, if, if I did that and you were 100% um, innocent, I'm gonna hold that L. You're right. I'm gonna hold that L. I've I've done some shit that that I've had to hold some L's about. I th- I've even told you some shit that I've done. I was just like, you know what? I just gotta sit down. I gotta hold that L. Gotta hold but it. for you to come at me and you doing dirt too, nah. You can call me sassy all you want to. We can be some sassy motherfuckers in here because I'm coming back at you. In 2020, going into 2024, I'm gonna take being called sassy as a compliment. <laughs> But but yeah, that's, that's, in the, that's, that's that's the female version of calling you an op. Oh, you sassy. That's cool. Y'all love sassy niggas anyway, right? Y'all hang around them. They're your best friends. Post their videos and shit. Find their comedy the most hilarious. But it, it's funny that you that when I'm hearing this situation, all I can think about is uh Mason Cameron, the skit we we the skit we added to the first episode. It's like he he said you know he was like like. I, I'm embarrassed of you. I don't. You're gonna embarrass me. I, I don't want to bring you around my friends because it's a possibility that you are gonna embarrass me with your with your horror behavior. And I, you look what I've been telling you for the last so so long. Choose wisely. That's all I can tell him, man. I mean, um, I think I've it's seen. It's kind of like having having no sympathy for Joe Smith. Like you know who she was when, before you got there. He knew exactly who she was. I mean, I don't feel bad for you. It's a universal law I've been I've been I've been preaching about you know shout out to Sean uh, my boy boy living a, he he is a, he's living a dad life for real um when we feel like a podcast um it's a universal law man you can't turn a hoe into a housewife you people you know this this modern generation modern culture is constantly trying to make you go against nature um it's just not gonna work so. Women out here that that are trying to t- turn dogs into to good husbands, and men are trying to turn hoes into housewives. It's not gonna work. And just because you know, it, it, honestly, the only way it works is if y'all get into an open relationship. I mean, because that's the new thing. That's how mutated the dating sphere has become because we're so far removed from the universal laws that kept us tight. Like that shit kept us together. We not tight no more. Everybody loose. And it's like you they try to shame you into adapting to the modern way. 
No, I'm good. Like, like, like that, like that post. Uh, you know, women, women have have started to to cover up, so to keep creepy men from looking at them. So, oh my. modesty is that what we're, we're doing? Modesty, like, yeah, this, you. Sh- this motherfucker said to avoid the male gaze. Instead of walking around my titties out, I'm gonna put on a shirt. <gasps> what a discovery! T-shirts cover your titties. They keep you looking a lot more modest, you know? And and, and as men, if you got curves, we're going to see your curves. If you flaunt your curves, we're going to look. If you cover them up, we're going to look. We're men. And that's why I don't trust a nigga that say he ain't never looked at an ugly woman. Because you got to look at ugly women to see good women. I don't, like, I've, I've heard niggas say, you know, I don't, I don't never look at no ugly woman. How? Huh? How that makes no sense. That makes absolutely no sense. Is he saying he doesn't look? He doesn't look at ugly women or or unattractive women in a sense of like, oh, I would, I would possibly smash that. I, or I, 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 t- I took it literally. I took it literally. Like kind of have to. Like like no ugly women cross your gaze. That's bullshit. That's, I mean, that's grade A bullshit. And and I and, and you know, I'm 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 pulling this from memory that you know I'm not gonna call the source and say, hey, what'd you mean when you said this and nothing like that? But it's like this shit happens. It definitely happens. And I also think that it, it should happen more. If it happened more, people more people will find love. Real love. I think too, I think I think beauty, I think and I and I've told y'all this in the group chat, because I think personally society but mostly women i think that they is obsessed with beauty so much that they lose themselves in it and what i mean by that is beauty is their god beauty is what they Mm -hmm. worship and because they worship that they they forget that no matter what a guy that and let's not even talk about marriage or any of that shit to actually bag a guy and to get his attention Yes, obviously, beauty is going to get that because you fall in love with your eyes first. But to, the, the ultimate bag winner is a person that can maintain that gaze and that interest for a long time. And the only way to do that is to actually be interesting, to actually be interesting in the sense of you're a kind person, uh, which is rare these days. You're 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 sweet. Um, you're helpful. So on and so forth. So if you're dealing with a man that's genuinely or a mate that's genuinely looking for those things, those things are going to keep them. Everybody it's everybody bad. Everybody attend now. So what you what are you really offering when every chick is a bad bitch? What you really offering as a dude when every dude out here, you know, feels like they know how to carry themselves like they make six figures. Like you go out, everybody got their man bags on, everybody dressing, everybody swag, like everybody look rich. So as a man, what are you offering? You got to become more interesting, like not interesting is on some weird shit, but like separate yourself from the bunch. What is unique about you? Because ultimately your uniqueness is what's going to grab your partner's attention and keep your partner's attention, in my opinion. 100 percent. I mean, and that's exactly what you said. What are you bringing to the table that nobody else is? Yeah, yeah, you can I could I could I could go into Walmart and probably throw a stone and hit at least two or three average people. 
which is easy because average is average for a reason. <laughs> average is average for a reason. And 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 like and, and again, there's nothing wrong with average. I could I could probably go to to the waterway and in in two hours I can see something that presents itself as above average. So then it's like, okay, cool. Well, you know, that one wasn't it. Give me, let me get two more hours. Something else is gonna come along. Something else is gonna come along. And so when you're constantly chasing these superficial things, whether it's beauty and whether it's status symbols and not the true characteristics and personality of a person, then yeah, you're building, you're building something on a flimsy foundation. Cause everybody's, everybody's hot. Everybody's what, what, what hot. Nicole say and love yours. There's always going to be somebody that's going to be hotter. There's going to be somebody that has more money. There's going to be somebody that has a nicer car. They're, they're right around the corner. So if you can't love what you have right now, then you're just setting yourself up for failure. And then that's something that you got to internalize. I think we I think we talk, had this conversation. It might have been earlier today. I don't know. It, it, it sounds like it, we're being a dead horse. But it's like you're always going to have something different. So that doesn't mean, hey, you need to you need to settle for it because, you know, you got it. But it also doesn't mean that, hey, you need to keep looking because, you know, Every 10 minutes, a new a new one's going to pull up. What I'm simply saying is you have to cherish what you have and not neglect it just because there are other options. The abundance of options, man, that's the abundance of options is why. I laugh when some people try to seem like. Some people try to give off give off that fake humbleness. Like I, that video I sent you earlier today, uh, I think her name is, I don't know what her name is. I think it's L.A. the love boss or La La the love boss, whatever. But the shit she was saying was real. It's like, oh, yeah, that's dope. That's cool. But because of the abundance of information, everybody knows how to make themselves sound real. Just as it just as much as every person on online these days knows how to make themselves look attractive. It's not really hard, but the hard thing is to actually keep that up forever. That's hard because if it's not who you are, just the same as beauty. If you're not really beautiful, guess what's going to happen when old buddy wakes up with you in the morning? It has to see who you really are when your eyelashes are off, when your wig is off, when your makeup is off, when they have to see the real you. How long are you going to hide the real you from them? You're going to keep getting up before he do? To, to put your face on come on just, but but then at the same time it's kind of like hey you 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 want him to accept you for who you really are but you're never presenting him who you really are and that's the argument you you rarely hear from men it's like oh i want her to accept me for who i really am we we, we rarely we rarely take that angle it's that's why i said it'd probably be better if more people just get out there and present themselves in not the most unattractive fashion, but the most natural, their most natural self. And if they get chose like that, they may be on to something. They may be on to something. Because it's like, if you like me like this, oh, man, when I get dolled up, you're going to love me. And then and then beyond that, like, oh, have a conversation with me. You know, and it just, you know, and it gets real. But everybody is presenting themselves as big ballers, dimes, and all this shit. It's like, man, <laughs> can you just present yourself as a good person, helpful? That's it. Useful. I love that. I seen. I don't think I posted, but uh, Shia LaBeouf. I, I butcher his name. You can either call him Shia or Shia, 
but he said some real shit and he was on some um I don't I no longer want to chase a life where it's all happy focused it's happy centric like i'm i'm constantly trying to be happy this is the goal to be happy fuck that you know my goal in life is to be useful you know and that's and useful and always useful to my like he was like useful to my wife useful to my kids useful to people because in the end you know that's a selfless act but not i mean it's a selfless act but i guarantee you that makes you feel good too you know it makes you feel good you make somebody else feel good and that's how life should be because it's like it's like basically when christmas time comes around and you start people you start seeing people pay it forward it should be like that all year that usefulness is paying it forward you know and and i think that that's that's a that's a that's a lost art in, in society like you know and and it's for, for many reasons i mean i don't i don't blame people for not being more generous than they could be. And I'm not even saying generous with money. I'm saying just generous with their skill sets, generous with their mind, actually, you know, doing something for somebody that's really been telling somebody something that's real and beneficial to them rather than just regurgitating some garbage you got from uh, a, a popular memer. Like that's, that's what we're, that's what we're surrounded by though. That's all we're surrounded by regurgitation of information by popular idiots. And like you said, the, the usefulness, like that video I sent you of old girl where she's like, you know, I, I've invested 150,000 into my body. I've had five BBLs. I've had this, I've had this, I've had this. And then she goes, I'm not entertaining any man that I can't learn from. So what you're bringing in is stuff that's going to eventually fade. You're not going to work workout to maintain that body you're going to have to keep investing into it you don't have to keep getting getting more work more work more work but you want me to teach you life skills we you want me to teach you how to invest you want me to teach you real estate you want me to teach you all of these things on how to make money that you can that you can use forever you want me to teach you to fish why you just give me this fish with an expiration date on it that's not usefulness that's 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 a fucking um that's a fucking parasite and for what you're offering me, I can get anywhere else. This this special set of knowledge that I'm going to give you, it's going to be hard to find. And the crazy thing is, man, if you really, if you really get to know somebody, you can learn a lot from everybody. But you can learn a lot from somebody that you feel is an idiot. Like you can learn a lot from everybody around you because somebody possesses some type of knowledge that you don't know. And, you know, just to get back to old girl, I mean, she's a prime example of when I say women have made well women, but modern society has made beauty their God because beauty is is just in this sense, it's just a tangible. If it's something that I can purchase at this point, beauty is just a material. So you're coming to me with this tangible bullshit wanting to become wanting to strip me of my intangibles like you want me to get this this shit that you just can't get from nowhere else like you can't get this from nowhere else i'm not going to give you this for me you know like the shit you searching for you're going to actually have to google some shit actually have to read some books you know but the shit that you're talking about shit i could scam somebody for a couple couple thousand go buy that shit look just like you and every and, and when i was watching that shit out and then i went when i went to her uh ig i'm like 
every time I think of BBLs and just cosmetic surgeries and shit, I'm like, y'all are really paving the way to make shit way easier for transgenders because y'all are no different than transgender people. When you start doing all these body modifications, what really separates you? This dude chops off his dingaling, buys a fake vagina. I mean, shit, you you replaced your your real tits with with these with these fake tits. Your lips aren't even real. Your lips are injected with bullshit. And I mean, it, the list goes on. Y'all just a, the world is full of fakeness now. It's no authenticity anymore. It's sad. And that's really I, I know what's going to eventually get back to that. But I have a, I have a walking stick by then. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, and we'll just look back. It's like I remember when. Straight up, but man, I mean, once at the end of the day, man, my message to everybody out there, man, stop making beauty your god. Like, I see some of the weirdest posts. You know, I, I intentionally do it. Like, I. Going to the gym, hooping, lifting weights. We talk about this all the time. That's what I do. I love the shit. It ain't a flex. I don't give a fuck how anybody feels about me going to the gym. You know, I peaked years ago. <laughs> like, <I'm not, laughs> you just maintain it at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm not finna. I say this, but no, because I, I, I'm, I'm I'm not scared of needles, but I'm scared of needles. I'm I'm also not a hypochondriac. I'm also scared of a lot of drugs and shit and just foreign shit. So I never like, I have, I have friends that are over 40, you know, pushing 50 that I play basketball with. Don't know how they do it. I think some of them may take some things like testosterone and they, and they claim some of them that have admitted, they claim like, man, for a man, this shit is, is it's inevitable. I was like, nah, I don't believe that. So I hope to, I, I, I doubt Tom Brady ever did it, you know? And I think 43, 44 years old, you know he look he looks well. I've I've joked I've joked about LeBron doing it, but at the end of the day, you put a million dollars into your body. It's, it's something weird is in like something weird is going on with LeBron, for sure. Not gonna take away from his um his accolades or whatever, but what he is doing is some freak of nature type shit, and I doubt anybody saw it coming because you kind of saw which, which is what makes them all one of ones, which which is why the number that that makes it that far is is, is so small. And then even to be at the top of that profession, that number is so small. We just get to see it. We just get yeah. to see it, you know. And like I said, I, I, I play basketball with guys, you know, like I said, pusher 50. I play basketball. Now, I don't say I play basketball with guys that move like LeBron, but, you know, motherfuckers out there still fast at 38, 39. It's not, it's not rare, but it's rare if you don't put yourself in those environments to actually see it. But if you're just walking around day-to-day life, yeah, it is rare because – you know, some of these leagues I play in, they struggle to get guys that are 35 and up because your average 35 year old is he like that. He like old buddy that was trying to take that half half court shot at the Lakers game. He go out there, man. I see it, boy. That that wouldn't even laugh at. Like I didn't even laugh. I don't even think Kevin Hart laughed because Kevin Kevin Hart is in a wheelchair right now, right? He was uh, trying to race. Uh, who was it? Was it Chris Johnson? He tried to race somebody. What happened? I, I never under I never looked into. It. I just saw he was a wheelchair. I was like, damn. I thought he was overworking himself. He was trying to raise some some NFL running back, former NFL running back, and it's like, you know, I could I could probably beat you. And nah, what happened? He like pulled some. He he pulled everything. Damn, to get in a wheelchair, bro. You in a wheelchair? Everything. Hey man, these guys get to that level 
at that sport for being elite, and they get there for a reason. Was it, it's was a, it Pac-Man Jones still can run like a four four? Didn't he do that like recently? Didn't Ocho do that recently? I, I don't know. I think Ocho did it recently too. Not recently, as in like a year or two ago, but like within within five to seven years. Pac-Man is forty, and I want to say he did this within the last six months. And then, it, then, and then it was like, can you do it again? He's like, absolutely not, absolutely right. not. Do you know what it takes for me to dunk? No, because I haven't dunked a basketball in a long time. Oh, every time. But then again, I, I'm, I'm long as shit too, so it's a lot easier for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, d- d- don't even, hey, don't try it, bro. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna try to jump that hard. Yeah. Whole, like, whole bottom half just gonna fall off. Dog, look. I have my moments, but it's like, bro, you feel that shit. And I just, you know, it's just a warning to people out there, man. If you don't use it, you lose it. It's just bottom line. You don't use it, you lose it. And I think, and I, I think I still feel this all goes into one because when I think of beauty, I think of age, and it scares me how it's becoming more. It's, it's, it's becoming clear how people really hate to get older. And the reality is a lot of beauty does have to do with youth because nine times out of 10, when you're in your quote unquote primes, you're younger. And um, even even with your in your beauty primes, man or woman, which I don't need to get into that, like you're eventually going to age out. And it's just sad for me. It's sad when I see like they pull these exceptions and they they obsess over it. They're like, "Oh man, she fifty five and she looking like them." Like, hey, look, you don't you don't know the amount of money that went into that. Even even if it is still quote unquote natural, that might be somebody. Some Hayek, perfect example. Zelma doesn't have to do a nine to five and then raise you know two badass oh. kids after she gets off work. Like she might have a trainer. She might have a nutritionist. She for might years. have this and this for years. She just did. She just did wake up at 53 and decide by 55, I was going to be bad. Like that, that, that's, that's consistent maintenance. Maintenance. Yes. I mean, it's, it's like a vehicle, bro. Like I seen a picture of like a 1938 Oldsmobile and somebody that had it for like 60 years. It was like, Hey man, it, it, sh- shit will last if you take care of it. So that beauty that you are aspiring to maintain, it's not always going to be it's not going to be like the 27 year old beauty. But you can still maintain a level of beauty if you if you take care of yourself. But if you're going out smoking every weekend, barely getting five hours of sleep, drinking like a sailor, not getting your routine checkups, living like you invincible. When you're 40. That girl that we were talking about that had the body of a, you know, uh, basically a quarter million dollar body, bruh, they was going in on her in the comment section, and I had to agree. I thought she was going to say she was like 37, 38. To be 29, she was down bad. She did not look good for a 29-year-old. Because you know what's funny? She, If she really was just naturally beautiful, a 29-year-old wouldn't have to do all that. So it's insane to me when I'm looking around and I'm seeing 24-year-olds getting BBLs. It's like, at 24, you shouldn't even need a BBL. Like, that's something that you probably should be getting when you're pushing 40, maybe. You know, because once again, you're trying to hit that reset button. But at 24, there is no reset button. You in your prime. You got, you got your phone on you? I got my phone on me. 
All right, I'm, I'm finna send you something on, on Instagram, and I want you to guess how old this woman is. Okay, so Abito is sending me something on Instagram. And I'm not gonna say the person's name. No, nah, don't do that. But uh, I'm looking at her. Uh, I see that she has a kid. I see the tattoo on her arm. So just based on the few pictures I've seen, I say she's 32, 33. 28. Damn. <laughs> Speechless. Yeah, man. <sighs> They they're doing they they're doing stuff to them their bodies and it's just certain things about them that just and I say that because I automatically when I see certain makeup and like curves and just certain stances I'm like okay she's definitely in her thirties to not even be in her thirties that's that's interesting man because she'll be like old girl in a couple of years trying to get Botox in her knees I mean she's she's basically she was gonna probably look like this in her thirties naturally. Yeah, she basically just is expedited. I mean, she because she doesn't look like she's in her twenties to me. I mean, she doesn't to be 32, 33 doesn't mean you look old. But I'm just saying, 10, no. 15 years, 10, 15 years ago it was a big difference between a a nineteen year old and a thirty year old. Now I'd be looking at some of these nineteen year olds. I'm like, y'all like y'all pushing thirty, and the thirty year olds. Y'all look like y'all are struggling to look like y'all 20. So it's it's just a lot of confusion now. It's, it's like you do all these things to look older. And then when, when you start, when these women start getting carded and everything, they get upset. It's like you, you got on all this makeup to look older. You know, you, 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 the youth that you're, you're trying to embrace is, is, is older than what you actually are. Man, I, I just feel like some of that shit takes a toll on you mentally too. like you know how much you know how easy it is for a man to just get up <laughs> like we just get up bro Wash our bro face, i, I could be teeth. i could be ready for work in less than 30 minutes <laughs> i mean and even if we're going to something extravagant and we gotta like you know really get get ourselves together we probably pushing 45 minutes to an hour max you know, and a lot of that just has to do with, okay, let me make sure my nails is right. Make sure, you know, I'm smelling good, you know, stuff like that. But applying all this unnatural stuff to you, which takes about two or three hours just to be seen by maybe 50 people. That's insane. That's an insane amount of stress, man. I I hate that the beauty industry has you know, encapsulated their minds like that to where they feel like they have to do all these things because they're clearly, they say it every day, they're not doing it for us. So this this mental tor- this mental terror that they're putting themselves through, they do it for other women. So in essence, women are the blame for women's struggles as far as beauty goes. Because like, like you said, the, the mental impact of it is because like, you're not even doing it because it feels good anymore. I know. Like you can't go out without putting your face on. It's like, damn. Like, does it does that feel good? Like, and and in in today's society where men are almost scared to even compliment women, and you're doing all this to look good, and it's kind of like the most the most compliment is gonna happen is is a nigga text his homeboys, man. There's some hoes out here today. 
wait, no, no, no. I take that back. I take that back. What, what, they, they in here today. That's it. We're gonna tell each other. We're not gonna tell you. Well, I because, know. Because chance, chance, our chances of rejection are so high. And even if you just simply compliment somebody, they gonna think, ah, oh, he was trying to shoot at me this, this, and this, and this, and this. Hey, you, you look good. Hey, like that look nice on you. Lack of respect, man. That lack of respect to get you this fast. And and right now that the 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 atmosphere is we're at war with each other as far as I social kid, media says. I kid you not. I was in the gym today and a woman walked by in front of me and I immediately just looked down. <laughs> like immediately just looked down. Cause I don't want to feel like I'm a creep. And I'm you walk through my line of sight and I immediately look down. It's a danger zone. But I see what time you went too, so you know you know that's a prime time. Got to be careful. Tripods coming out. Gonna be on somebody TikTok. No. Look man. at this fucking pervert. Look at this guy. <laughs> you don't have to zoom in and catch me in the background, minding my own business, and th- and don't let me be on my phone because then you're gonna think I'm taking a picture or recording or some shit. Damn. That's tough, man. That's tough. I seen a comment. I didn't want to forget about this because it just it, I remember one time when when you and Keith and we were all talking about um I want to say what was it what were we calling like psych, psychology terms and I guess we were talking about I know it was along the lines we were talking about boundaries I think it was the Jonah Hill situation and um I saw something recently and um basically it was related to the Kiki Palmer situation and, you know, me, I to look at that situation, I don't really got much to say. I just say, hey, gents, choose wisely. But somebody in the comment section, um, the dude had something to say. I can't really remember what his comment was, but it was something along the lines of, you know, he basically saw it coming. He said something about Kiki's behavior, da-da-da. And then the girl came back and she said something about, um, it sounds like to me that you projecting your traumas. And let me tell you something, bro. I hate that word so much, but I understood what she was saying, but I also felt like you really are just, you're still, you're you're not accepting the fact that, yes, he could be reflecting from his past experiences, but also you don't want to get away from the fact that you're just defending somebody's shitty behavior. And I feel like I still feel like everything that's going on with that situation is an act to garner because outside of the black community, who really cares about Kiki Palmer? What was who, Kiki Palmer doing before this? Appearances no on game shows. Yeah, I think nope. That, that was horrible. Um, and I think she just got the uh, Soul Train Award thing, which once again it builds into that because we know that any publicity is good publicity. And that's what they're feeding off of. So this 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 ratchet act to appeal to the black community, the only person that's gonna really reward it is the black community, i.e. Soul Train Awards and, and the other things that she's done, you know, in the past maybe six months to a year or whatever. But anyways, my point is when I saw the trauma thing and I saw what she said, it just automatically got me to thinking like, well, trauma is Trump, you can see trauma in different ways, but let's just say that um, you look at the the main 
types of trauma, which you got acute trauma, you got chronic trauma, you got complex trauma. A lot of times acute, obviously, is small. It's usually like a single incident. And then you got chronic, you know, obviously all y'all out there, chronic, it's, it's long lasting. It's, it's repeated, usually like domestic violence or abuse. And then you got complex trauma, which is, it's variable, the shit deep. I don't think that most men, when it comes to when it comes to relationships, I don't think a lot of men are gonna re- tolerate a lot of chronic trauma. Meaning, it's no. gonna, you know what I'm saying? I think that we may take the acute trauma, and then it may be we might view it as more complex than it is. But I feel like when I talk to most men about their past relationships. All it took is that one single incident to frame their the frame the way they move. Then they have singular incidents. Then they then they start looking at it in a more complex manner and they move accordingly. What I've learned with women is they take the I mean most of their 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 trauma is chronic. From what I view, like it's like it feels like they don't learn from their mistakes. And they go down the same path every time. It's not just women. I'm just saying when I'm looking at the conversations that I've been looking, at, I'm like, man, you know, when are you gonna learn? That's just that's just a simple question. When are you gonna learn? And I think when I saw that, I'm like, well, I mean, if he is quote unquote projecting his trauma, I mean, he's basically just admitting that, you know, he's seen this behavior before. You're not gonna get me again. Yeah. And if he could have told Somebody, you know, if he could have warned old buddy, he would have. But it's almost like we can't do that anymore because we're going to automatically be, you know, um, associated with being, you know, projectors of trauma, which is once again, is that supposed to be a bad thing? You're 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 basically. Poking fun at somebody for dealing with a negative experience. I just think that's weird. Yeah. Is it, Very weird. you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's something that was just on my mind throughout the week. And I'm just it like, to, to, to dumb it down, it's like, oh, touching that stove, that stove's hot. And it's like, you know what? I ain't touching stove no more. Oh, why? Because one stove burned you. You don't trust all stoves. <sighs> I mean, I gotta, I gotta practice. I gotta practice some, some, some learning here. And I was like, all right, let me look at this stove, make sure all the uh, burners are off. Before, you know, and let me make sure that if I if I hover my hand over it, I don't feel any heat. You know, like you learn these steps to make sure that you protect yourself going forward. Like you still and you 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 want people to still throw caution to the wind. I think I think any intelligent person would do that. I don't I, I don't see what's wrong with. Because I automatically think that people see it as guarded. And it's not always guarded when it's more of a preservation tactic, if I'm saying that right. Like, you're just, you're really, what's wrong with being careful? And I would actually say that that's a major problem in the dating world today. Motherfuckers are not careful at all. Like, why are you moving like that, bro? You're not made, you're not made out of, <laughs> not made out of bulletproof, man. She wild out here. Come on. Shit is extremely wild out here. You moving like you bulletproof. You moving like you can't get hurt. You moving like you ain't never been hurt. 
You're moving like you're naive. Why are you moving like that? She just got me to thinking, man. Something for something for y'all to think about while y'all eating y'all turkey. Or whatever the fuck y'all or whatever the fuck y'all eat. Cause for like the fast the past five years in the black community, I swear to God, 90% of y'all went to veganism. So when I see all these when I see motherfuckers participating in like turkey giveaways, I'm like, man, y'all still eating turkey? Like I, I'm shocked. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm very so, shocked. It's a whole lot of thick vegans out here. That's all I'm saying. Boy, they so thick. Thick. They are thick. I was like, what is the benefit? And, it, and it's like, are you are you are you new vegans? Are you been vegan? What what kind of vegan are you? Oh, you a new vegan. Oh, okay, your body's still adjusting. Okay, I got it. Oh, you've been a vegan for three years. Oh, okay, shit. They're a cute vegan. They do but hey, cow, cows are vegans. Cows are vegans. Cows are vegans. Can't can't escape genetics, I guess. No, no. Genetics and Father Time. They tag team champions of the world. They will whoop your ass. <laughs> it's like you can keep trying to fight it. You keep trying to fight it, but man, what, uh, other than in, than uh, making a turkey, man, what, what you what's your what's your plans for tomorrow, man? What's your plans for Thanksgiving? Uh, I got the I got the broccoli cheese casserole on my plate with the raisins. Come on, come on, man. Gotta have the raisins. Oh, I'm chilling my 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 um, Caucasian ancestors. Straight up, you know. Then and I got and I got the mac and cheese. I'm responsible for the mac and cheese that's go around too. So. <laughs> and 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 for the amount of cheese that I have, it's not meant for the lactose intolerant, and you're probably gonna be backed up until New Year's. And for y'all, all y'all listening, understand that Javius is lactose intolerant, so that's fucking hilarious that he's making the mac and cheese. Right, you know that is hilarious. You know. God is a comedian. It is what it is. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, family small, man, so I don't do too much for Thanksgiving. I'll. Go to my mom's house, relax, check out these games, make sure I'm not getting my ass kicked in fantasy. Uh, that ass whoop is gonna happen anyways. Dog, these these Thursday games, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, it's gonna be a weird weekend of football. By the time Sunday comes around, it's gonna be like three games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there's a Monday night game. I think there's two. I don't know. It may not be this week, but it's like you know, you know, they they just space these all these shits out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. You know, small a small family has its advantages though, because like for a small family, I was like, look, we're gonna have either turkey or ham, a couple of sides, a dessert, and we just go like we we try to go crazy. Like I think we have this gluttony talk around Thanksgiving time every year, but where my family's going crazy. We got like two turkeys, we got a ham, we got a fucking whole checklist of what people bringing. So it's. It's a madhouse. I mean, and that's and that's one of the things that. Oh, that did. and I'm bringing rolls because apparently I'm the only person that eats bread now. Oh, there we go. There we go. I don't know because I, I I brought up like don't nobody want bread but you. All right, then shit fuck is on me then. Which which is I, which is that that's fine that's fine because you know I'm I'm a, I, I preach especially with women. I definitely feel women should eat less bread. Still need to get your carbs, but women for sure do need to practice eating way less bread. So that's that's good to hear that your family members are are um, abstaining. Fuck that. <laughs> you you got a lot of women in your family, so I know it's mainly women. Rolls. 
and and y'all y'all gonna be pissed if I show up with a four pack, and I'm just it's just for me myself and I. Trust me, they're gonna steal some. They're gonna sneak them. They're gonna <laughs> they can't help it, bro. It's it's something about bread, bro. They can't help it. They're gonna they're gonna take some. They're gonna take some. But um, before all day, we... all day about being a fat ass and you don't want no bread. It's like it's like you 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 supersize everything. Got a diet coke. Get the fuck out of my face. <sighs> That's why I told somebody straight up they was trying to make me do the uh the dry November. I'm like, I don't even drink like that, but it is a ho- it's it's a holiday season. Like I, I'm gonna get drinks from between now and Christmas and my birthday. So, you know, what's the point? Like, I'm gonna probably drink tonight if I don't get up to, to do any to do any uh workouts. Well, I'm still probably gonna drink tonight just because <laughs> you know, fuck it. It's it's vacation time. But um before we get out of here, a couple things. Um, Thanksgiving is I enjoy Thanksgiving because I do like to relax, eat food, and not have to work. But I can do that anytime. Like I can relax, take PTO. I can do that anytime. I don't need an excuse to eat, and drink, obviously. So I did want to end off on the note of just trying to truly understand. Friendsgiving, and and I'm pretty sure we've spoke about this before on the podcast, but we'll bring it back again. In my honest opinion, I understand the concept of Friendsgiving, meaning I think that it's solely, and I can see it happening in Houston on a, a, a huge level too, based on the fact that it's a lot. Like this is a this is a city where a lot of people relocate to. They're not around their immediate family members. A lot of them don't have the the uh, ability to travel back home to be with family to travel Thanksgiving just based on how schedules are set up, so on and so forth. So they have a friendsgiving because it's uh, somewhat of a substitution for the fact that they can't be around their immediate family. So you have a lot of people that pro- most likely are coming together because they don't have access to their immediate family. Their friends are the closest thing to family they have, so they basically have this potluck at somebody's house. Once again, I'm cool with that concept, but I don't feel like that's what's going on anymore. No. I feel like, and I, I'm not knocking it, but I just feel like motherfuckers just labeling shit Friendsgiving around Thanksgiving time just so they can be around people to get fucked up and, and eat. And it's like, you about to do this shit about three times three times in the next two weeks and then get mad because you're fat. <laughs> like, your back is big because you're participating in activities that are not beneficial to downsizing your back. I just I just I just had to get that out there because I see the behavior and I'm like, are y'all not realizing what's contributing? to your health issues and so on and so forth. Once again, I'm fine with you guys celebrating Thanksgiving and so on and so forth, but you do realize that this is not necessarily a good thing the way you're doing it, especially if you've had four Friendsgivings in the last two weeks. You're just greedy. You're just fucking greedy. Yeah, there's other ways to hang out. There's other ways to hang out. If you out. love what you do, do what you feel. That That's, yeah. That, and that, that's my whole thing. We don't have to disguise it as a Friendsgiving. Uh, we you know, hey, we're having a kickback. Come through. 
we we better turn up and we we better turn up and like we always do. Just come through. That's all I want. That's it. We don't have to have this big elaborate meal. Look, and put in. We gonna order some wings. Come through. We gonna drink. We gonna watch the game. We gonna laugh. We gonna play space. We gonna play some dominoes. That's what we gonna do. This is Stop just this. another Saturday in November. <laughs> Stop being so fake. Just keep it one hundred. You ain't got to do all this fake shit. You want to kick? You want to kick it with your friends? Kick it with your friends, and make sure you're inviting your friends, please, not people that you hate. Oh you just, man, you just want them to come because you know they're gonna bring some liquor. No, that is the worst combination. I don't like them, but they they got expensive taste and they always cater to their own taste. So that is fake. Leave these people alone going into twenty twenty four. Leave the fake shit in twenty twenty three, please. Y'all should have left it in twenty seventeen, but. We're in 2023 now. Y'all wasn't listening, so. That's another story. And I'm no storyteller. Come on. But look, man. There's some things I love, and there's some things I I have no interest in. And I'm going to close off on this note. Look, I told y'all, and I was telling Keith, I I think I told it was in the group chat, I was telling y'all, I felt like, um, you know, we had that we had the hip hop conversations. We talked about, you know, how I mostly listen to R&B these days. You know, shout out to Cleo Soul. Man, she's amazing. But also, shout out to SZA, man, because I, I still feel like SZA is finally getting... I know she's not a songwriter, and I'm big on songwriters, but her album was dope to me. And when I saw her Grammy nominations, I was like, man, this is dope, because I really felt like it was deserving. And I thought I was crazy, because I don't feel that it gets enough attention in the community for some reason. Is it just me? Or am I tripping? Because I don't really feel like she's like where she... Like I, I see more Victoria Monet than I see SZA. Am I am I wrong for thinking that? I I wouldn't say you're wrong for thinking that. Okay, so I just found that interesting, but you know maybe, and I've never listened to Victoria Monet, but it's crazy. I, that's her name, right, Victoria Monet? I think it's Victoria Monet. I could be butchering that, but um, I, I, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, and I just it, it's just strange to me, but I'm not even getting. All I'm saying is, when I like some, I like some. And I like, I do like hip hop. I do like R&B. One thing I don't give a fuck about is a motherfucking flute. <laughs> I didn't know we were going here. I did not know we were going here. That is, listen, my two favorite rappers of all time are Andre 3000 and Eminem. And let me tell you something. Unless he is spitting bars, I don't want to hear none of that shit. I don't give a fuck about him playing no goddamn flute. What is wrong with y'all? Y'all really sat there and listened to this man play a flute? Really? Really, Jay? You was over there listening to this man play a flute? I ain't going to lie to you, big dog. I didn't even turn it on. <laughs> Thank God. Like when he reiterated, look, there will be no bars on this. I was like, oh, okay, cool. This this isn't this isn't a pump fake. All right, bet no no uh, this, this isn't for me, and uh, and it, I'm not the audience to judge it. So it is what it is. Yeah, it's probably amazing to someone that likes flutes. Hey, if you if you grew up on that Kenny G clarinet and and all that other stuff, this might be right in your bag. It, but as a hip hop lover, a lover of hip hop, and a dude that is anti cock goblin, because I think that that's some cock goblin shit. To just, oh, I just love him so much. I do it. I listen to anything. No, 
No, I do not. I don't. We got to stop doing that shit, dog. We got to stop doing that shit. Well, y'all ain't got to stop doing it. I ain't doing it. If if you doing some shit that don't register with my palate, I ain't fucking with it. And once again, it's probably amazing, but I just think it's very weird uh, how how easily influenced people are. Like, it's bro. just like, I'm not the tar- target audience. All right, cool. God. God help us. But no, man, I just that, that I'm I'm joking, but I'm serious at the same time. I mean, I, I hope I hope his I hope his uh ventures in that arena go far, but I want no part. I want no part. I think, no I think, I think this just was a passion project. That's awesome. awesome. I'm not about to listen to somebody practice. <laughs> That's what I told Ed. Put it in the cousin group chat. He's like, he said, "Hey, somebody teach me how to play spades." And I say, "Sir, you got to learn how to play spades in the off season. You cannot come into the regular season, or 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 or, or let alone the playoffs, and start trying to work on your left hand. That's not this. You don't learn spades around the holiday. You learn spades <laughs> on a random Saturday in in April. Like <laughs> this ain't when you want to come play right now. We finna go to war. This you don't know war. how to shoot." You gotta just put nah, on. This, put on this ain't the this ain't the time you need to learn, sir. Yeah, mm-hmm. bro. Just just go in. We're going there with the nurses. Help out with the people that that's finna go. You know, when they come back in here, bruised and wound and shit. You know, help them out. That's probably a lot easier. Your pace. This shit finna get real. Oh yeah, that reminds me. Uh, did you watch um Ragnarok on Netflix? I don't have Netflix. I don't know what Ragnarok. I, I, I know. I know that it's, it's it's this was prior to you canceling Netflix. Ragnarok. What's that? It's a, a Netflix exclusive um, little three series um, kind of tale of Ragnarok, basically. But um, it, it was it was pretty interesting, and um, I, I watched it over the past few weeks. Finished it. It was like three seasons. It was like six three episodes. seasons or three episodes. Three seasons, like oh. six episodes per season. Okay. Uh, you pretty good though. Pretty oh. good though. Who's in it? Um, all all Swedish. More oh. region or yeah, the nice. Swedish. So nice. it, it's it's one of those that's that's translated with with the subtitles and and the mouth and everything. But <laughs> the mouth. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. I got I got deep into it and I was hooked. I can you know yeah. What is it? Ragnarok? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Check Interesting. That out. All right, all right. I, I I'll see if uh, a bootleg cable will pull it in. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Well, shit, man. I hope you enjoy your Turkey Day, your Thanksgiving, your your Colonizer Day, your Eliminate the Native Americans Day. Um, look, I, I don't want to go on some cliche shit talk about what we're thankful for, but it, it's good to be here. As much as I despise most of the people I come in contact with on a regular basis, it is good to be here. I am thankful to still wake up and breathe and 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 be active and do all the things that I do on a daily basis. But um, that's it for me. What you got? Uh, yeah. Bet. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?